pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, liberty and justice for all. Covering for the mayor, wasn't uh, feeling all that well right now, so we will have to be here. How's everyone else feeling with this on Tuesday? So, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Chris what? mentioned that. Huh? What did I said, how else? How's everyone else feeling? Because we just saw the mayor Tuesday, so. Yeah. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This meeting is now called to order. In line with the Borough of Seabright's long-standing policy of open government and in compliance with the Open Public Meetings Act, I wish to advise you that adequate notice of this regularly scheduled meeting was sent to the Asbury Park Press and other local newspapers on January 10, 2022. In each instance, the date, time, and location of this meeting were provided to the, in the notice. This meeting is open to the public. And the roll call. Councilman Byron? Here. Councilman Birdsall? Here. Councilman Booker? Not there. Okay. Councilman Catalano? Here. Okay, Mr. is here. Councilman Lamia? Here. And the mayor, as I said, is not doing uh, well this morning. We have uh, remarks from the audience. Uh, the public comment portion of this meeting allows members of the audience to bring their comments or concerns to the meeting. <coughs> attention. Pursuant to Borough Ordinance 3-2011, a member of the public who wishes to speak shall give his or her name and address for the record and have up to three minutes to state his or her comments to the mayor and council as a body. If additional time or information is requested, an appointment can be made with the administrator's office during regular business hours. Do you have any comments from the public? Anyone online? No comments. Um, the items we have for discussion this morning start with uh, Joe and the Capital Projects update. Okay. Um, the check valves are being installed in the downtown area. Uh, there's been a little bit of a holdup. I don't know if the tides had anything to do with it. Dave and I spoke yeah, about they, it the they, other day. Continues, uh, Greg Blash, our engineer, continues to talk to the DOT about the uh, check valves that the state is responsible for. Um, Greg, any update on that one? Take their, their manhole for service, the backflow preventer, offline in the pipe. 
and put it out in the street, which makes the even wider through Mr. Prime's property. What I want to get him to do is try to put that online, keep it in the easement so the easement is wider and it doesn't get the king through the properties. So that's what I have to work out with them now. That's the one that's like on the sidewalk <laughs> side, like it's right there under the sidewalk there. But, yeah, but it's actually it's going to be in the street right now. Where it's yeah, so the way they the, the way we don't have one on right there now. What they're going to do is put the preventer right at the right at the the There's going to be a whole pit that they're going to put in there with the, with the a valve on the inside edge or the, the yeah. westward edge of that pipe. And right. That's where it's going to be. Right. 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 So that's way it's easier to to access if they need right. to. So. Yeah, it's being on the water side. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, Greg, two questions on that. You said that there were two properties. The other one a non-issue. Yeah, so with the other one, not issue that there's an easement there that goes down after that common property. This okay. one, the problem is there's no easement, yeah, quarter easement, and the, the pipe starts at seven, 14 feet on the, both the southerly property, Mr. Prime property, and it tapers on an angle over to being 14 feet on the Smith's property. And they both kind of want it. Mr. Prime would prefer to be right where it is, and Mr. Smith wants it to go line down the property line, which isn't possible because of some of the improvements that Mr. Prime has. So it's kind of a fine line we're trying to walk, but yeah. I think it's, it's somewhere in the range of working now versus the last plan that didn't work for anybody. So it sounds like a two-step process. One, get final agreement on the approach, and then for the state to actually do it. Well, I What's a reasonable time frame to complete that, do you think? Well, to take a step back, I know both property owners in Canada, I wanted to make sure they were in agreement with what I was going to go back to the state, because I don't want yeah. to argue with the state, and then that, that yeah. not prove it. So I think they're both in agreement, but I get this down the line, they're both pretty much in tune with accepting it. And it's just working on some of the details that Mr. Smith wants for me. I'm told they're in possession of the of the uh, backflow preventers, the check valves. Okay, so the reason for my question, I know it's a two-step process, but it's not going to be we get approved with the owners and the DOT, and then we have to wait three years. Wait, they no, I think this is something that's on their agenda to do because they want to pave the road. They have to do this before okay. they pave the road. So within months? Yeah, well, but probably, I would think it's probably where we're going on what we're going to be done before summer. The pipe might be done in the backflow, but the paving will probably be after summer. <coughs> so wait, they bought the equipment even though they didn't have the approval to put it in yet? They bought the, the they've had these backflow preventers, these valves for, since we brought them over here, they, they went out and got them. They're in a yard somewhere. Really? Okay. The other, other question that comes up there, um, they had mentioned that they wanted to basically, you know, when they start the project, they want to knock them all out at once. Uh, is that still the plan? And are we are we in agreement with the property owners for the other five or six that we have to replace? I'd have to talk to them to get more of a time frame. But uh, these two were the ones that were the problem. The state wasn't going to do any of them. We didn't get everybody involved. Okay. So but did we mention? Did, have we mentioned it to the other property owners? And are they amenable? Or are they? I believe they're amenable. But I haven't talked to them. We 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 okay. we only. DOT received three complaints. The two property owners were seeking about, and another property owner that's like within 200 feet that has nothing on their property. Okay. I'm not quite good. sure what that's about. We haven't approached that person yet, but there were no other want, complaints. They don't want the noise in their backyard. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, uh, uh, okay. Thank you, Greg. Greg's making some progress on that. Um, the road program uh, with New Street, the ones that are will be starting in March or April, is that correct, Chris? I believe so. Remington Vernick is doing that project. Have we, Dave, on that, have we double checked with that, with uh, with that, with the new, the roads that are gonna pave, the, that new, one, what Joe just mentioned, as far as the, uh, making sure that we don't have any projects upcoming that are gonna open up that street, those streets, and um, 
also have we talked to them about you know slope and grade and all that other stuff to make sure we have no puddling well i know well, I mean, uh, he I mean, took them around so many utilities i mean if they want to open a road they have to apply for it, so. right but i'm just saying we don't have any projects where we have to open the roads on any of those no. okay and part of their part of their uh charges that they have to notify New Jersey American Water as well as uh, all the other utilities yeah, okay. to, to let them know that there's an upcoming project. Okay. Um, and what about the, uh, the, the uh, speed bumps there? Have we dealt with them? Because I know New Street's got a speed bump, and uh, what was the other two streets that are getting done? Uh, speed hump. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to make it the same. Yeah, I mean, or, or, well, I mean, we don't assume. <laughs> yeah. So let's just make sure that they're that we're we're, we're no, okay. Yeah, because I mean that's the, the the size of the speed bumps has always been problematic with our snow plows. Um, so we got to make sure that we're you know. Yeah, but these are, are nice. I know, but they might. Run, so it doesn't bother. Well, I'm just saying, let's make sure that we're getting you know so apples to apples. Yeah, instead, yeah, you know. I'll make sure. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, I just asked Greg. Did you say that the, the state will not do any of these check plows if? If all of them are not included, that's kind of what they said to us a while back. Okay. I think that was just a tactic they were trying to use to put pressure on us. Okay. But really, from our point of view, you have all the flooding in town, you need all the backup. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Their, their, their excuse was we're not gonna we're not gonna replace half of them when it's not gonna fix the flooding. And even even they even went so far as saying we're not going to replace any of them because it's really not going to affect your flooding. Fix your flooding. Right. But like you're still going to have flooding problems. This isn't going to help, so we're not going to do them at all. That was their that was their original statement. So it's ridiculous. I've been uh, in talks with Rumson about proceeding with the our our portion of the force main uh, on Ocean Avenue uh, and. Uh, Rumson's going to get back to me. I spoke to Tom Rogers yesterday. Um, and yesterday, uh, Rich, Frank, myself, Joe Tomeno, our review architect, met with the uh, Senebrano people. Um, don't know if we're making any progress, but we met. We talked about our issues that we've talked about a half dozen times before. And uh, so we're, uh, they're supposed to give us some additional information. And then on uh, Tuesday, we hope to be able to brief council on, uh, on what they give us and what our response to that is. Is that with their legal people? Is that who, or? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. and not their technical people, just their legal. Well, we have uh, Joe Tomano with us. He's a technical, he's an architect. He reviewed all the, all of the, what we, we believe are errors and omissions. And he's responded in writing to each one of those. And, uh, you know, there's some pushback there, but we'll uh, we'll see where 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 it goes once we get the additional information. They're claiming we owe them a lot more than any invoices we have. Yeah, the technical people they have at this point is is, is the client themselves. They haven't retained an expert yet, but if we go down that line, they will. But um, they haven't. That's all I have, uh, Councilman. Okay. Anybody have any questions on that? Uh, public safety update. Um, Jim? Good morning. Jim, can you come up a little closer <clears throat> so the public can hear that? Sure. Thank the you. administrator said Chief Reef isn't getting a policy update to prosecutor's office today, so you're stuck with me. <laughs> um, so in the month of November, we had 462 calls for service, 182 motor vehicle stops, four arrests, three for DBY, one for assault on domestic violence. 
we issued 52 moving violations, six parking violations, with a January through November total of 369 moving violations and 2,186 parking violations. We had officers attend training in November. Uh, notably, Patrolman Hendricks attended emergency vehicle operation. Director's course was allowed him to teach the academy. Um, we also had Captain Arias and Sergeant Murphy attend a alcohol beverage update. Um, we currently have two recruits slated to start the Class 2 Academy, January 9th. This is the first year that the Academy is making all new recruits attend a physical fitness assessment. We used to do it on our, on our, ourselves. Uh, and you have to make sure that you can do the proper amount of setups, push-ups, running. Uh, but now the Academy is making them do that at the Academy prior to start. Uh, we have one other recruit, so hopefully we'll have three attending the Academy uh, in January, and his assessment is on the 22nd. Uh, also note, on the 8th, we had some of our officers back up Mons Beach on a felony motor vehicle stop, a stolen vehicle. Uh, we were able to assist them in taking that person into custody for possession of a stolen vehicle. And then it wasn't in November, it wasn't the beginning of December, but it should be noted that uh, Officer Twinney, he's one of our class two officers, he conducted a motor vehicle stop. Uh, the vehicle ended up being stolen. It fled from him, uh, almost hit him in fact. Uh, high speed pursuit was initiated. Uh, it was terminated by the supervisor working, which was Sergeant uh, Hugel. Everybody did a great job. Everybody followed state, uh, county, and departmental policies. Uh, we were able to identify the person through the body-worn cameras. Uh, they, were, they located him in Neptune. And after a brief standoff with Neptune PD, he was taken into custody for a number of offenses, including the possession of a stolen vehicle and uh, eluding police officer. Great job. When did that happen? We got the car back, yes. When did that take place? Uh, it happened in the 1200 block area of Ocean Avenue. They pursued southbound to Long Branch, and uh, it was terminated like, right when they got to Long Branch, because yeah. you know, it was just, it didn't worth, it wasn't worth going after that person. No. Yeah, but we found them, we got them, so. Good. Thank you. Thanks, Jim. Thanks. Hey, everybody. For those of you who don't know, I'm Kevin Murray, captain of the EMS department here in Seagrite. And we're going to give you a little bit of an update over the year. This is the last one. So between January 22 and as of yesterday, the squad answered 323 calls with a mist of eight. So out of 323, we only missed eight calls this year. Our response time from being dispatched to being on scene is eight minutes, and that includes mutual aid. We had 50 plus mutual aid calls this year, including Sandy Hook, and we had gone as far as Hazard. Some of the things that we purchased this year are some new suction units for the ambulances, new scoop devices, which is a lifting device when you have very limited space, they come apart and you can slide one side under the other, so then both sides under the patient. Uh, we got new updated jump bags, which is our utility bag, and we purchased three new AEDs this year, which should be in by May. We are in the process of doing what we, a community CPR program, which any resident that wants to attend and get certified in CPR will be free of charge to them, um, and that may go off twice a year. The other thing is we have one member complete the EMT program, and pass. So we have one new EMT this year and we have one starting in January. Thank you. Thank 
It's getting like, like this time of year it gets ridiculous because like people are coming home from work like and it's dark out by the time they're coming home. I'm walking my dogs. I've literally in the past month I've almost been hit six times crossing the street with my dogs. And it's getting like out of control, especially with the down and stages, because they're coming yeah. off that forty mile an hour going down to the thirty, which for most people is fifty five, sixty going down to thirty, <laughs> going down to forty. Yeah. Uh, and it's ridiculous. I mean literally I won't I've I've had people like anti-lap race come on twice already, so no, that's yeah, a, it's bad. I think that's the worst part. Yeah, I mean, I ended up getting a little flashing light so I can flip when I'm walking across the street so they see me. I mean, it's ridiculous. But uh, all right, if you keep on that, yeah. I'm trying to get the state to you know look at 30 foot uh, Ocean Avenue as something other than a four-lane highway, which is what they look at it like. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, no, I appreciate it. Thank you. No, that's part of the argument. Yeah, this is a it's a state highway, but yes, they think it's a they think it's Route 35 by the mall. Yeah. <laughs> um, the third item on our list here is the Monmouth County Regional Health and Alternate Representative. Um, I heard that. Do you have anything on that? I Only that we could use one if uh, it's a, a meeting a month. Um, it's uh, what level of quality? Qualification you need for that? Well, I mean, I I, I can't remember her name, but she, Meg Fisher. Meg Fisher, but she was uh, very qualified. Uh, uh, Joe Roma, our our representative now, has been the chairman and been the vice chairman of that for 20 years. So I mean, he I don't know what he's a EMT, you know, uh, uh, emergency person. I mean, it's a learned experience. I mean, a lot of it talks about, you know, your flu shots, talks about public health education and things I like that. I may have somebody. So I may have somebody if you could send me the information. So I don't, I don't know yeah. that they need any advanced degree. Well, if you could send me so whatever information you have. Who would they contact um, at the health commission to find out more about it? Um, actually, they could probably contact our representative, uh, Paul Roman. Yes. He's, uh, he knows more about it than anybody else. Paul Roman. Paul Roman. Volunteer position? Yes. 
but it's one meeting a month. Um, the the health or the the Monmouth County Health Commission is going through changes now. A number of the members left. The prices are going up because we lost Wall Township, we lost uh, Freehold Township, some bigger accounts. Um, but they're in the process of uh, of uh, right sizing their staff now because they don't have the work they did. Um, it, uh, Tom Rogers again and Brian Dempsey in Spring Lake are heading the committee uh, to try to keep the, the, the Regional Health Commission together. Um, so we'll give it the year, but okay. you may see a change in the future because they just don't have the, the need for all the inspectors they currently have. And the alternative, we had to be over the county. Uh, which, which I don't know exactly what the price is, but it's based on your assessed value, just like your contribution to open space your library contribution, the county assesses you based on assessed value, which may not be ideal for us. I haven't figured out what the price would be, but we may end up there if there's no health commission. I mean, he, we, we used to have a representative that was here all the time. They check out the beach before the season, all the swimming pools, you know, the public pools at the beach clubs and everything. So they're pretty active here in Seabright. But if someone knows uh, of anyone, please uh, send them to me or, or Chris, and we'll put them in touch with Paul, so they can know exactly what the, you know, what they're tasked to do. Thank you. We have the Middlesex County GIF special assessment. You 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 all probably know by now that the we were in the Middlesex GIF a long time ago. I don't know what years exactly but you've been with the Monmouth County Jail for a real long time uh, they they did an audit and found that their um, their their fee structure was not sufficient to provide a reserve for them that's required by the Office of Banking so we received in it an old special assessment of forty three thousand six hundred and seventeen dollars um, the, our GIF has gotten involved, our risk managers have gotten involved, they tell us that we owe it. I know some towns are fighting it, so what the Middlesex GIF did was uh, put it in, on a payment schedule so we don't have to come up with it right away. So, so why, do, why do we owe them money? Because all the members, when there was a, a deficit in their, in their reserve, all the members that were there during the years that there was a deficit has to pony up and you know, get rid of the deficit. We were a member back then. Okay. So they're just doing some house cleaning 20 some odd years later and they found... I think the Department of Banking and, and Insurance had required them to do it. Wow. They never submitted their audits. And how much do we owe them? 43000 Yeah. Wow. There are towns that owe like 250000 300000 Is it actually 20 years, Jim? No. No, it's not that long. You've been with the GIF, the, yeah. the Monmouth GIF, for at least 12 years. Yeah. So it's greater than 10 years. Yes, sir. Isn't there a statute of limitation on something like this? No, we've, we've, we've looked into it. Uh, not to belabor this because I know nothing about it. One, is there an appeal process? And two, if we make our first installment, does that mean culpability? I don't know the answer to the second. Uh, you have a number of the municipalities that we receive copies that are challenging it. Um, so I don't know if you make payment one, if you have to make payment two. This I, would, I mean, this would be a settlement um, in lieu of them 
you know, pursuing some kind of legal action uh, based upon the fact that the borough at one point did sign an agreement and agreed to be, go by the bylaws, which include these assessments. Um, so, you know, if you pay it, you're, you're settling. Um, and this is part of the settlement. It's, it's okay. Can we handle it like medical bills? Just paying like a dollar a year? Well, they're letting us do it. A dollar a month and tell them to shut up. They're, they're letting us. They're letting us. Uh, the, the compromise proposal was let us do it over the next seven years. So. Have we even looked at this enough to know whether or not it's the right thing to do? Well, we had a recommendation. Is there a recommendation? Yeah, yeah. My partner has looked at it and he thinks the cost of um, defending such an action would you, eat up uh, more in the fees. And, and we've also, I mean, we've talked to RGIF and the MEL, which is the, the overall body, and they've told us, yo, it. 6K a year for seven years. Something, yeah, it's in the memo. 65, 4,300 the first year, then 22 and 23, 6,500, and then the remaining balance and equal payments over the next seven years. Mm -hmm. I wish I could handle my banking like that. Mm. <laughs> they move at the same speed as the pump guys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, when, when you, when you consistent entities jo join, uh, you have to sort health insurance fund. You know, part of the part of the deal is that you, you know, if, if it's determined that there's a deficiency, the, the members have to you know uh, make it up based on. Their size and their, their annual assessment, they get the formula for that, but that's how they get you. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of strange they didn't know it for 10 years. That's, they aren't the only fund that's had this problem, so um, others have had the same problem. And, and, uh, so, going back even further, the number is much bigger. Yeah. So, um, bigger numbers. Uh, number five on here um, the beach businesses. It's um, that time of year. <clears throat> Yeah, we received bids for the umbrellas and chairs and the skin cam. There were no surprises. They both bid, well, the umbrellas bid for a five-year contract, and the skin cam always seems to do a one-year. They both um, met the minimum bid, so we'll award them at the next meeting. Have we made any, have we, have we thought anything about uh, increasing the minimum bid on the skin cam? I know we talked about it a couple of years ago, but I, I don't know. They they make forty fifty thousand dollars a season over there. I don't think we've ever talked about it. It's just been uh, you know their 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 minimum bid's a thousand bucks. So I mean, Chris, we had minimum bid levels and we only got one bid for each. Mm -hmm. well, that makes it pretty straightforward. Yeah. Well, that's that. <laughs> that's what makes, that makes it easy. But I mean, you know. Yeah, for this year. But I think Kevin's got a good point, and that is, should we reconsider that in the future? I mean, we up we up the volleyball. We got the surf camp. No, we didn't. We lowered the surf camp to oh, we did 100. Lower. Okay, but we upped the well. That's right. Yeah, but we upped the we 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 upped the um, volleyball, didn't we? Twenty five hundred a year or something like that. I think there's just three thousand. Three thousand. Chris, maybe we could take a look at that at some quiet time before next year's events. Okay. Just to reconsider if it's worth it. We go out to bid about the same time we send out the RFP. So next fall we'll look at it. Good. And there's one open. The other, yeah, the other thing we were just going to ask um, for yoga, there's a lot of yoga going on on the beach um, all summer. 
evening, morning. We do have one contract for an official yoga business. And we were thinking it's not really fair that we charge them money when there's 20 other people out there doing it. But as it turns out, the person that runs that yoga business wants is happy paying for her contract because she feels like she'll have a specific spot. She can, you know, it's... She's official. She's official. She can chase the other ones away. Yeah. So <laughs> it's really kind of a moot point because we thought maybe we were going to ask, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have contracts for yoga, but because um, they pop up everywhere, it seems. We're letting, we're having yoga for free, use our gym, so is it really fair? But she would like to keep it as it is. She's in a five-year contract anyway, so never mind. <laughs> the yoga doesn't take up too much space, though. The, the, the skin camp takes up a lot of space, and they're expanding every year. Volleyball obviously takes up a lot of space, so you know those two things. It's like there's a lot of beach they're using. And granted, the skim camp is early morning hours, but even still. Just uh, I talked to uh, Don Klein. He's very pleased with the people that are doing this now. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, have, I have no. I, I want to keep the ones that we have there because they're all excellent. Yeah. They do a very good job doing what they're doing. Okay, so we'll. Uh, uh, yeah, just throwing it out there. This one at the reorg, it's one on there, so you have a little time to take a closer look at it. We could talk about it, you know, prior to the reorg. Any thoughts? In to the sidewalk cafe fees that we thought about raising them as well because they're being, the, you know, the people that are doing it have been, have been so problematic with us <laughs> as far as, you know, basically taking up the whole sidewalk in some cases. Yes, I know. So have we thought about maybe raising the fees? Up to you guys. I mean, I mean you, know, <laughs> the, you know, the fact that we're policing it as often as we are is, you know, a lot of extra work. And What is the present fee on that? It, it's section three of it in your package. It's, it's um it's okay. It goes by the number of seats. So one to eight is a hundred, then two hundred, and then over seventeen, five hundred. Just real quickly, since Kevin asked the question, how many how many people do we what businesses do we think pay this fee? About six. About six. And do they do they pay it effectively or we don't have any issues? No. And I some of them I think add a few more tables. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, staying I, within the rules that they're, yeah, yeah, I meet with them, everyone at the beginning of the season, I personally go over there and meet with them and tell them, ask them what they're doing, how they're going to do it. They all tell me. And then by the end of the season, I think, uh, the second week, <laughs> <laughs> the fees really aren't going to affect. It's more of the, 
enforcement yeah. of it. Yeah, we may find if we raise the fee, they feel more entitled to do more of what they're already doing. It can backfire <laughs> on you, right? Yeah. So the question is, is it a policing issue or is it a fee issue? It's a, well, probably more more so a policing issue, but you know, we got to pay for those police. So, I mean, granted, if we double the fee, it's really not going to pay for anybody's salary. <laughs> <laughs> It's mostly just so that they come in and draw it, show us what they want, and then we can go over there. And I've told them all that, and, and you know, probably goes in, many of them comply. Uh, some, when they get too real busy, they just start. It just goes out the window. The, the person that's in charge there isn't the owner necessarily. They just start putting tables out. Um, they were better this year than in the past, but there's still a problem at time when people are waiting Primarily, our problem is not so much the tables, but people are standing there waiting for their table. Yeah, yeah. and they're in the sidewalk. Yeah. you know, they're on the sidewalk, and that you can't kick them off the sidewalk. We've we've told them all. Why don't you try calling? Some of them do have a call in. They'll call you when your table's ready. But also, our ordinance says um, it's allowed from I think April fifteenth to October fifteenth, and there's still tables out there now. Mm. And, and the, the number of seats is in addition, they were allowed some automatically? No. No, no. nothing outside? That's one to eight, right? So there's a minimum fee of 100. It loosely works. My biggest, my biggest concern has always been, you know, that one, that one ADA person that comes down and this says, you know, this is, I can't cross, and then the lawsuit happens, and then big bang, boom, and then we end up hitting that. You know. So maybe the ADA gets involved, and we're, we are <laughs> SOL, you know, and they're supposed to maintain a four-foot space there, and they never no, do. No, there's not there. And it's not even four-foot space to the curb. It's technically a four-foot space to that uh, stamped concrete. You know, that's basically where you know, it's supposed to be right. on the no. actual sidewalk itself, not that stamp concrete piece. So, we got putting tape down or something. Like this. Well, there's like, well, there's also like you know, a couple of the businesses are really bad placement because there's we got light poles there, we've got garbage cans, we've got uh, that's benches. why I try to meet with them. Yeah, and they just you know, so they put a table, they'll put like you got the curb, light pole. And then a table, and then there's like literally like less than a foot and a half between the light pole and the table in some issues. So it's yeah, it's just, it's problematic. Joe, just a question. In looking at that list, um, those are the general fees that we're talking about on this one. I don't think any of us, as far as I can tell, have any objection or recommended changes to it. So it sounds like we're okay with it. But there are a lot of other fees that happen in the town, whether it be for COs or other things that people do that are way outside of this. Does anybody do a comprehensive look to see if things are outdated and should be up? Ed has been preparing one for his, that department for a while now, um, especially about building fees, about CO fees, and things of that nature. So they've been looking at other towns. They look at the state regs. Um, a lot of towns just go to the state of New Jersey regs uh, and fees. It's just easier than coming up with your own. Uh, so that's the big one. The police have some fees. Uh, I don't even think I saw them on here for like the uh, employee parking and stuff. Yes. There are a couple outliers there. I guess the general question is, is it worth, because I think Kevin raises a good point right, to review some of these, is it worth looking holistically at all of the fees across all administrations and say, let's do a quick check 
Is it appropriate for the Times? Has it been that way for too long? Is that already happening, or should we do that? Well, I think maybe as the uh, going into the new year, chairman of the department, you know, when we get to the departments, who charges fees? Yeah. Uh, whoever has police, sit down and, and you have periodic meetings. Public works are, are, don't have many fees that are on this one. Yeah. You know, the, the white, you know, the white goods and things of that nature, you know, the they look at that. So I, I think that might be appropriate to take another look at the building would have the most. Police probably has a few. Recreation, I don't know that there's much charge for that. We may get into it in twenty three. If uh, if the pickleball keeps going the way it's going, you know, uh, there may be a fee for that because it's getting pretty popular. I mean, in my mind, if there's a dot that that gets pulled up to, it's either finance or administration, and I would be happy to take a holistic look at that. Well, that, I think that that's um, those would be the appropriate committees to, to review something like this from an administrative perspective and looking at the um, the various departments and what they're charging and finance to make sure that you know we're, we're in line. Are we high? Are we low? Yeah, you know, that's really, I think that's an appropriate review. Okay. Then maybe we could check with uh, Jim. We run these things by you uh, on enforcement, your recommendations or ideas. Sure, absolutely. <coughs> Next item on here, number seven, uh, municipal court shared service agreement with the borough of Oceanport. It's, uh, there's been no change in that. Uh, we've had uh, a good relationship. Uh, with uh, I worked with Carol Smith on that, so they seem to be satisfied. Have anybody had any ideas? Or? And we tried to get pr prices from uh, from Atlantic Islands uh, came in even a little bit higher when when we, we did look at it. Uh, and Highlands wants us when they build their new building. They would love to have us, but they're not ready for us yet. So we'd have at least a little competition. That's closer too. That's uh, I'm proud about that. Oh, yeah, they're gonna have a nice facility over there too. <coughs> you That's have close. Enough, you have an idea when they're gonna uh, be operational? Brand, right? I do not know. It may not be so. They're not happy. <laughs> the residents of Highland take that it's gonna be a nice facility. And we have uh, four resolutions. Those. Joe, is it possible that Edmonds has a piece of software? Or that it's not what they do? That's their software. For what? For the gym thing, for the scheduling. They do our, Edmonds does our, our beach badges and stuff. <coughs> they might. I'm sure they do. They've got to have some kind of scheduling. I'll ask. Um, Whatever that would cost, then maybe you look into what the fee would be based on what it's cost us to have the facility. We were speaking offline with John and I. Uh, Don has been looking into a, a company called Community Pass. That's what they do. He's, he's trying to get prices for it. Edmonds, I'll see if they do that. But that community pass, a lot of a, a, a number of towns use it. It's on their website. We have, I'm sure we have a number of different software programs that we already, I mean, not programs, but software companies that we already have contracts with. But maybe we can just ask each of them if we already have, because I mean, if we already have a contract with them. I, I spoke to Intron. They, they have uh, the ability to, to let the residents send the request 
and it wouldn't schedule it like that. Yeah. Then it would still be somebody's still. Let me look at the calendar, let me yeah, add yeah, it to yeah. the calendar. The other ones, it, it goes to the calendar, and if it's somebody approved, approves they it. get it. Yeah. Much easier. But yeah, I mean, it couldn't hurt to see what kind of software companies we have contract with and ask them if they have anything that's uh, scheduling software. That it, it really comes on. It really comes down to uh, admins, uh, Intron and uh, Zuma, our, our web page person. She might have something. I'll ask her too. I don't think it's that complex. It just blocks your time from six to seven. You have court number one, or you know, so yeah, forth yeah. and so on. And uh, you know, it just blocks it, blocks it out, so I we know who's over there. You would think technically the Microsoft program. Program. there's a fee structure involved. It have to be opened up. Uh, Jack, we have a, a not lengthy, but we have a, a number of items for closed session. Just uh, in the resolutions, anybody have any comments? No. Okay. We have next on this is executive session. Uh, I don't believe we'll be taking any old room for a workshop meeting, but uh, uh, we'll let you know if any exciting happens. Thank you, everybody. Uh, excuse Happy me, holidays. can I say something? Yeah, yeah. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Um, hi, um, I have a question about the short term rental ordinance. Um, okay. Go ahead. I just want to question. Why is there a minimum rental period of seven consecutive days? So I'll answer that quickly, and if you want to take it offline, this is Erwin Bieber. Um, I led the activity for short-term rental. Um, it was based on two things. One, we looked at neighboring towns and the, and the most similar strategy that they had, and they ranged from between seven days and one month. We opted not to do it one month. Uh, the council we discussed three to three or seven days, and collectively we felt that seven was more consistent with the objectives of both the renters as well as the way that the council would like the town to be operated. Um, you can certainly give me a call or send something on Facebook and we can discuss it further. Could you, could you, please, could you please give us your name? Uh, my name is Priya. Say that again. Priya. Priya. P-R-I-Y. Good. Is that first or last name?
Just, just a quick, quick point. Is there any way that the timing on that light could be changed to where when you hit the, the walk sign, supposed to don't walk, which is only done when people are waiting, is there any way the time could be, you know, added going from, you know, one side to the other as opposed to driving on Ocean Avenue? Can it be increased in time as opposed to like six or seven seconds of green for red? That's what the police can that be increased by the town? No. no. That's what the police were trying to work with the DOT. Yeah, so any, okay. Okay. Yeah, any, anything that has to do with, with uh, Ocean Avenue, which is a state highway, is governed by the state. So we can reach out, we, we can reach out to the state, which the police have been doing, uh, and ask for recommendation or, or provide them with recommendations or things that we, we suggest. Um, and then obviously they'll either come out and, and you know, check it and see if it is something that needs to be addressed or they'll just blow us off, which is most of the time what happens. Um, but like, like I said, the, like Jack said, the, state, the police are looking at it. Um, so we'll give you an update when we hear anything. But uh, you know, as with anything with the state, the time is not on our side. I appreciate the manpower and the development side. Quickly, if you could address those and the update. I don't have any update on that. Um, I know there was a memo, uh, district, I think it was a month or four ago, but uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't have the current status with me. I wasn't. As, of, as far as I know, as of right now, um, the situation with the Mad Hatter, as far as the current owners, quote unquote, um, they're in their final throes of life, and I think we're getting to the point where we're going to, um, where, where the town is going to do something with that property, but we just haven't gotten to that. We, have, we haven't finalized the, the plans and what else is going to happen there. So, um, but yeah, that I, I don't have any any exact details on that though. You don't have any update And the development site. So, if your question is on the d development site, the riverfront project. Um, that continues to progress. There will be public council meetings and planning board meetings as the finalization of that project ensures. I'd expect that to happen in the first quarter of next year. And at this point, at this point, the most the, the any, any any big issues or any questions that you may have with the with the way the property is being laid out or the buildings on the property or that type of thing will probably be planning uh, handled within the planning board. Um, as of this point, we are the, the council is pretty much in the final stages of the redevelopment portion of that property. Um, as far as the details of what gets put on that property, that's where the planning board comes in. So, I, if you do have any concerns there, I would. If you do have any concerns there, I would. I would strongly suggest trying to show up at the uh, planning board meetings to uh, state your concerns and comments. Great. Thank you for addressing all three. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Randy. That's all we have. I have a Do we have to do any final close out comments? Yeah. Can we make a motion to go into closed session? So moved. Second. Second. Aye. By the way, Kevin.